This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. I got friends only want to talk business. I got expenses, because when is expensive? I got expenses, because when is expensive? I've been getting out of work. My name is Kevin Hill. I'm your host here. As always, as we go through the next 30 minutes talking about sales in the freight industry, and a lot of that has to do with selling tips. And that's what we're going to talk to, to talk about today, or selling tips to help you out on your journey, trying to find whatever value creation that you can to have that little bit of competitive advantage, that little bit of differentiation. So you can go in and close more deals. And that's what it's all about, especially in the soft market like it is right now. Capacity is out there. It is not hard to find. And if you're selling just on finding capacity, you're going to find it pretty rough. It's be, be very hard to get on bids and it's going to be hard to, to go walk into potential buyers or those current customers or new clients that you're trying to land and sell on your ability to get trucks, unless that's a very specialized niche, which is always good as well. But we're going to talk about that today with Mr. Brad Perling. He's the co-founder and managing partner over at Bitfreighter. And we're going to talk a little bit about using technology and using those building blocks to differentiate yourself and to, to provide more value creation. So let's welcome Brad onto the show right now to talk about that. Brad, how are you doing today? Doing good. Thanks, Kevin. Thanks for having me. You bet. Uh, before we uh, slide into it, let's uh, talk a little bit about Bitfreighter, what you guys do over there uh, with EDIs and, and ratings and, and kind of your origin story in itself. Yeah, let me center the Bitfreighter logo there behind me. Um, yeah, so Bitfreighter, um, we like to say we, are, we were founded by logistics people for logistics people to integrate with their shippers. We're an enablement shipping uh, integration platform to help brokers uh, become more connected with their shippers. So that's through quoting, tendering, updates, invoicing, anything that has to do with connecting you with your shippers through uh, a digital um, means, Bitfreighter can help do that. Uh, so we're an integration platform. But on top of that, we help brokerages automate a lot of those tasks that happen behind the scenes from decision-making, from quoting to tender acceptance. Um, a lot of those things that take a lot of touches and a lot of clicks, um, we've kind of taken those integrations and taken them a step further and, and help are helping our clients automate those things. Perfect. Perfect. So, um, yeah, so all about the EDI, a lot about automation with EDI too, I, I suppose, because uh, EDI has always been kind of a, a monster to, to get installed and, and get up and running for for current clients, for new clients. It's 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 been a headache in a, a lot of ways over the past, ever since it started. Yeah, so that was basically what we founded the company on, is is creating a freight network, uh, uh, what we call basically valued added maps 
that allow us to select them, which is really cool when our clients sign up, they can go into our connection screen and see all of our integrations. We have now hundreds of integrations in there uh, that they can select from, from an EDI perspective that allows for a really fast setup time because our system already knows uh, what those maps look like. Um, and because we're only focused on in the freight space, uh, our, our network is growing exponentially every single day with the amount of clients that are signing up and the, um, and the customers that typically, um, in the past have looked at EDI as kind of a necessary evil. Um, and now they've kind of, we've flipped that mindset and said, Hey, instead of paying, you know, thousands of dollars a month for a couple of EDI clients to be connected, why don't you spend that same couple thousand and have your entire customer base connected? And so what we've done is taken some very large brokerages that maybe only had a handful of trading partners and they've scaled their entire network with Bitfreighter. And scaling is always good, right? It's always good in business and in sales, right? Uh, it's important is to, to be able to, to scale that. And a lot of times with shipper partners, with, with your clients being connected to their system in some way, shape, or form is a selling point, right? It's a differentiation. If you can tie in to their TMS in some way, it gives you a leg up. Absolutely. And that's what we're here to talk about today is how you can leverage integrations and set yourself apart. Because right now in today's market, what you need to do is be able to call a customer or call a potential lead or prospect and be able to have an educated conversation and not just ask for the business, but actually help them in other ways and talk to them about other things that you can provide like connectivity or visibility or automated quoting. All of these things that Bitfreighter helps our clients solve through our platform, but also uh, we really stand as the uh, systems engineer, solutions engineer um, to a lot of our clients. So what happens is um, to, to set yourself apart when you're making these calls and looking for more customers, you need to be able to validate and verify how those customers connect with you. And a lot of times you can do that and um, have warm leads because you know that Bitfreighter already has these connections in place. Yeah, you take uh, you take that technology. I, I think the connectivity part is is a really big selling point these days. When I was brokering back in, you know, I, I think it ended in in twenty sixteen, so not ancient history whatsoever. But you know, I always talked about capacity and talked about uh, everything else except technology. I, I kind of left that to the end. Uh, I probably shouldn't have. And I think with today's tools out there, like Bitfreighter. Uh, that is a good entry point or a good starting point of the conversation is connectivity. Um, because there's yeah. just all kinds of, of different uh, solutions, Bitfreighter uh, being that improved EDI side, right? To, to be able to, to lead in with that. You know, you're not scared of that EDI conversation. Uh, because I, I knew that was kind of a deal killer in a lot of ways for me back back five, six years ago. Well, it's it, the question is, can you check the box on the RFP? Yep. Can you check the box? And is it something that you're going to have to get approval from C-level? Is is it going to be a, uh, a a big selling point internally? Um, and with Bitfreighter, it's not. It's 
you know, it's so cost effective that you can check the box and you can actually go ahead and get that set up on the front end because then you're considered a preferred vendor because most preferred vendors, there's a couple things that you need to, to check, right? And, and connectivity is one of those things. It is. Yeah, it, it definitely is, uh, you know, being able to connect to their, their, their systems, TMS being the most important one and being able to target those different TMSs that are integrated with, with, um, with Bitfreighter. Uh, makes prospecting a little bit more focused as well, which is which is always good. Yeah, and you know, so probably 2016, 17, 18, there's on RFPs, there was the EDI box, right? You had to check the box. Could you do it? Are you going to be able to integrate? Can you do it well? How quickly? All those things, right? But now, 2023, not only do you have to check the EDI box, but for a lot of these clients, you have to check the API box as well. Can you do auto quoting? Can you do real-time rating? Can you provide uh, dynamic pricing? So um, Bitfreighter actually offers API integrations from, and it's our live quote product, which allows our clients to not only quote, but also receive their tenders all through the Bitfreighter platform. And this is a leg up um, for our clients because they can, they can have all of that data and all of the analytics um, in one place. They can also wrap automation around the quoting piece. So if they're quoting loads and they want to automatically accept those loads that they're quoting, they can do that all within Bitfreighter. And that's the the, the live quoting capabilities in, in Bitfreighter, right? It's those being able to accept tenders based on, on that data. Absolutely. So the live quote platform it actually helps uh, from a selling perspective. If you're calling and you're looking for more business, that is business that you cannot get without having our technology. If you can't quote real-time rating, that is something that is being quoted. It's a market, it's a more than a hundred million dollar marketplace out there that we can give you access to. And it's it's very affordable. Um, it's all unlimited quotes. You get unlimited shippers, um, and and what that allows you to do is make those phone calls, educated phone calls to prospects, and tell them that you can help them automate their real time rating. And right now, such a there's there's just so few brokers that can do that uh, type of automation that it really gives you a leg up on your competition, and it gives you a, an opportunity to talk about something else other than just price and capacity. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com system. It does, because you don't want to talk all about price, certainly, and not all about capacity as well. Let's do the live quote. Let's jump into that a little bit deeper and kind of can, can you take the, take the viewers to, through maybe a scenario of, of live quote and, and the use case for that? So I'm interested yeah, in learning more myself, you know, getting so, a clear picture. For sure. And live quote is our technology is about 20 months old now. Um, it's still new. It's an emerging technology. 
in the industry. Shippers are just now adopting it over their last uh, year to two years. They've started into, to implement it into their routing guides on how they actually cover freight. Uh, shippers look at live quote and they look at real-time rating and they're, they're saying, okay, so this is just a tier within the routing guide that they use to actually cover freight, um, whether it's uh, contracted and then real-time rating or contracted real-time rating and then spot. Depending on the shipper, they use different types of strategies uh, surrounding their real-time rating APIs. Um, but a lot of them have different terminologies for it. There's instant quote, real-time rating, dynamic pricing. All of that goes back to they want a uh, one-time real-time rate uh, where they click a button and system gives them an um, automated generated quote. And Bitfreighter has that technology. So you can set up shipper profiles within Bitfreighter in our live quote tool, and you can create conditional uh, shipper profiles. Uh, you can create conditions around each shipper so that uh, you can quote those shippers with the requirements and expectations that you would do manually, but you can build all of that logic out within Bitfreighter so that when that shipper does click the button, they're saying, hey, we want a, uh, a quote on this lane or we want quotes on thousands of lanes. Um, the system can automatically generate those. So we're not a pricing engine. We do partner with pricing engines on that piece on the truckload side. However, you can upload your own truck prices into the system which will allow you to use your truck prices and then wrap our capacity and markups around it. We also have dynamic market ratings uh, within the system that allows you to do uh, market conditions as well. So you're looking at not only market conditions, but load details to, to provide a markup on your, your rates, depending on uh, the, the loads that are coming across based on the shipper profiles. And um, yeah, that's, it's it's amazing how much freight is actually being run through this through the automation. We had um, a shipper turn on an API, and the first day we saw nine thousand quotes go through it. So um, it's it's freight that you don't know about until you actually have the API turned on. Yeah, there's a you can only quote manually so much, right? Um, it was it was always uh, one of those things. Traditionally, it's just been all over the place. This, you know, individual brokers or maybe pricing departments. If you're that big, had control over that, and it took forever because you had spreadsheets and you had all kinds of of data to to, to, to pour through, being able to 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 have that all automated is is a big boom for 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 everyone. Um, which takes me to the point where, you know. Do you think this is where the industry is headed, as in live quotes, dynamic pricing, getting away from maybe the annual bids? We talked about we talked about it quite a bit in 2021, uh, 2020, leading into 2021 throughout the year because of the the craziness of the market. Now that we're we're back uh, down in a down cycle, where the shippers, you know, kind of they have the power, right? They have the pricing power. Uh, do you see that trend continuing? And in five years, do you think most everything will be this dynamic pricing because you can price 9,000 lanes uh, in a matter of, of minutes, uh, whereas the, the old school way of doing it, it took six months to, to reprice everything? Well, I don't want to be somebody that tries to predict the future because you never know with the logistics, right? Uh, 
it's, where people were really bad with predicting the future. <laughs> I, I understand. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, I, I think it's being widely adopted. I think that it's part of the strategy um, for shippers. Shippers want to get creative. They want to save money. And there's different ways to, to price check uh, their carrier providers. Um, this is one of those ways. So uh, if you don't have dynamic pricing, if you can't provide it, then you're missing out on opportunities. Um, I think that in five years, it will be more widely adopted. I don't know if it will be the single source of truth, but um, we well, do see... We, we can say that in five years, you're going to lose out on more and more opportunities if you're not doing this. I, I think that's pretty safe to say, right? N to know that you have um, a software partner in place that can help you connect through API is going to be important. And, um, you know, being part of that on the front end and being able to put in your suggestions and, and working with your partner um, it is important in this space because, yes, shippers are adopting it. Yes, that they are. And I, with the, the technology, it's it's just out there. And in, in five years, there's going to be much less opportunities to, to manually quote. Um, there's just going to be more opportunities to, to be able to, to go in. So it's the wave of the future, right? How quickly that wave is going to be, how strong it's going to be, time will tell. But it's, it's certainly the wave of the future. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I wanted to take a second to um, give a shout out to one of our one of our clients, Jordan Reber at ARL. He uh, hooked us up with his uh, jacket contact, uh, Krista from um, David Allen. This we just got these in. We got some Bitfreighter green jackets. Nice. That's wanted to say that is an awesome. That. That's a very sharp jacket. I like the lining too. Thank you. Yeah, we That's are very. Yeah, let's talk about the the, the origin of Bitfreighter, right? We talked about it a little bit in the, the beginning, but what was that aha moment that, that you're like, I, I got to do this. This I, I'm obsessed with this now. This is a workable plan, and we can execute this. You know, when was that aha moment, and what was it? Well, I was lucky enough to start at a brokerage in 2010 that was very tech forward. They were already doing digital freight matching before everybody else was. Um, they were building their own software. I got to see all of that. Um, and then we, uh, then I started another brokerage in 2015, uh, very tech forward. I kind of wore that CTO hat there um, and felt like as uh, time went on, each shipper had a different demand when it came from, came to integrating with them and uh, where the industry was going. And um, EDI was very expensive. I actually found a tool to do it myself. Um, but it wasn't scalable. And when COVID hit, it felt like there was an opportunity to kind of seize a market that hadn't kind of been disrupted yet. And, uh, you know, our mission is to help brokerages scale integrations. And with that being said, we felt, I felt like there was nobody out there that really wanted to help brokerages do that. Um, and, uh, I think pretty Early on, when we went to market, we found out there there was a ton of interest uh, with with regards to helping brokers scale their integrations with shippers, and it's not that's not an easy task, um, and it's one of those things that honestly people forget about until they actually have to do it. 
um, until it's a requirement, and then it becomes very expensive. And so if we can help people uh, save some money and uh, become you know, a preferred vendor with their shippers, we're satisfying that mission. And when um, our customers can lean on us as, as a solutions engineer and they don't have to figure it out in-house because they can lean on Bitfreighter's engineering team, um, you know, we're, we're really solving a, a major problem in the industry. It is a major problem because it is, you know, you know, traditionally it, integrations have been very custom, right? There's been no, I, I, it's just been custom, right? Each shipper is different. Each broker is just different, right? And each time you have to do it, it's very hard to scale, right? It, it really is. Um, so you have bro- bro- brokerage background, you have a CTO-ish background, um, and this is something I always explore, right? You, you build a product or you build the service, right? And it's very difficult to do, right? And a lot of technical challenges, a lot of cha- you know, other challenges, a lot of setbacks, a lot of really great moments in that. And then you take it to market, right? Which is, I, I think, is just as difficult almost to take it to market and rolling it out, rolling out the cells, right? You really have to, to to be on top of that game as well. You can have the best product in the world, but if you're not out there sharing it in the right way and with the right velocity and intensity, uh, it's, it, no one knows about it. Yeah. I mean, when it comes to sales, I um, spent a long time selling logistics, selling uh, capacity, and I spent over you know 11 years in, in Landed hundreds of shippers. That's not easy, um, and so I I was able to take what I learned um, from a sales process and uh, deploy it to selling software. And I felt like you know in the beginning it was kind of a breath of fresh air. I'm selling uh, something that people need and or helping people, and um, you know selling it to what I call my people. I mean, I've, I've been in the trenches. I've done that job. I know that we can help them. So, um, you know, when you're sell, when you're developing a product, you need both, you need a great engineer. You need a great person that understands the product and you, you can really lean on, but you also need a, a, a phenomenal salesperson that can go out and, and tell the story. And, um, I think in the beginning, uh, Brendan and I kind of wore both those hats, right? I wore the sales hat and Brandon, our CTO, wore the the, the engineering and the product hat and uh, we made a great team. And, um, you know, it's it's really about when you have a product, yeah, you might think that you have a great product, but you have to go and sell it. You have to go see if people actually need it. And um, I think in the beginning, that's what, that's what we did and found some really loyal customers right off the bat. I think another important part of that is that no matter how great your product is in the beginning, right? That 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 phase one, right? That that V one, that version one, is that once you roll it out to the market, the market is going to tell you the the customers and potential buyers are going to tell you what's wrong with it, right? What needs to be upgraded? What they need, right? And it's that iteration, reiteration as you're rolling out, tailoring it to what will sell, right? What brokers need. And you're not going to envision that in a lab or in a in an office and be perfect at it. So the, the quicker you get that feedback, the better the product is, much quicker and sellable, right? 
hundred percent. And the thing about it is that we have, there was a really, the bar was set really low, honestly, in the EDI space, We're killing it from a customer experience. We offer unlimited messaging. Um, and so it, it's, it's been really nice and easy to, to be able to go after these clients that are looking for something new and different. And, um, that, um, that is, I think, what has really ultimately been the driving factor of Bitfreighter. Yeah, and taking unpleasant customer experiences situations and making those pleasant uh, is is always a, a winning combination. And it, it looks like Bitfreighter is capitalizing on that. Brad, it's been a pleasure talking to you today. Uh, we're kind of uh, on the, the end of time. Uh, if, if our audience wants to learn more, how do they reach out and, and find out? Yeah, they can they can check us out at bitfreighter.com or they can always send an email to sales at bitfreighter.com. Um, love to talk more and and uh, really appreciate the time. It was great being on the on the podcast. Thank you. Thank you very much, Brad, for your time and, and everything. Thanks. You bet. And that wraps it. Uh, here, I, I hear there's a conference next week in Cleveland, Ohio, so... Hopefully, uh, everyone comes out uh, for FreightWaves Conference starting June 21st and 22nd. There it is, the future of supply chain uh, right there in Cleveland, Ohio. And they're, they're playing the B-roll and the trailer right there, the city by the lake. And that was Brad Perling once again with Bitfreighter. And for this episode of Put That Coffee Down, we'll be back here at FreightWaves TV next week, Tuesday, just like always, Tuesdays, 12 p.m. Eastern Time here on FreightWaves TV. I got friends, only want to talk business. I got expensive, because when is expensive? I got expensive, because when is expensive? I've been paying out of work.